Hey guys, and welcome to episode number 76, my lessons from years of solo travel. Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. It's kind of funny because I'm recording this episode along with last week's episode on self-doubt. I'm recording them basically back to back. (laughs) So I feel like I just talked to you guys, although you don't feel like I just talked to you, right? (laughs) So it's kind of funny. Um, I am flying out to the Philippines tomorrow, and I am super excited for that. So right now I am getting my fix of cat cuddles, in case you didn't know, I am secretly a crazy cat lady. So I am soaking up the cat love, packing up and getting ahead of my workload, ready to head off to the Philippines. And I decided that I wanted to do an episode where I talk about some of the lessons that I have learned from solo travel and some of the things that I think is just really good to know. Uh, whether you are just starting out on your solo travel journey or whether you are, you know, a bit more experienced, some of these things have taken me many years to learn. (laughs) So maybe I can save you some time, right? So I thought I'd start with telling you about my first solo trip. Now, my very first solo trip was actually to Budapest in Hungary when I was living in London. However, before that, I actually did what I still consider solo travel. So when I was 18, I was promoted to assistant manager of the company I was working to, and I was sent from New Zealand to Brisbane in Australia, which is roughly a four-hour flight, and it's international. And so I was 18 years old, having to leave my friends and my family to go to you know, a place I'd never been before for three weeks of training with people I had never met. And I totally consider that solo travel, It was incredibly challenging for me, I think more so um, than my trip to Budapest, which was, you know, many years later. So I actually think I had been doing it a bit longer than I really realized. So anyway, fast forward to Budapest in Hungary, and I remember waking up super early in the morning. I'd had a pretty much sleepless night, had to catch the train out to Stansted Airport And I was just like a bundle of nerves. I was quite anxious. I was kind of excited, but not really sure of myself. And I arrived and I hadn't, I had a hotel booked, but I hadn't arranged a transfer. Now you guys might've heard the story before. So I got in a taxi and I was chatting away to the taxi driver. He was asking me tons of questions. Had I been there before? You know, what was I going to do? Just all sorts of questions, which I think is quite normal when you travel into a country, right, and you pick someone up from the airport. Anyway, I arrived at my hotel, and I went to pay him, and he said to me, hey, you've shortchanged me, so I gave him more money, and he gives me this little bit of change, and I go into my hotel, and I realize that he totally ripped me off. Now, I don't remember the exact amount, but I think I had, like, three $10,000 bills or $100,000 bills, whatever it was. And he basically took two of them and he should have taken like, 
less than one. Like I was totally and utterly ripped off. I should actually find out the correct amounts so the story sounds better. But anyway, I got into the hotel. I realized what had happened. I told hotel reception. They're like, well, there's nothing you can do about it now, you know, and it's a known scam here. And I felt really bad knowing, well, it's a known scam. It happens all the time to tourists and people arriving. And I was like, oh, I should have done my research. I should have known that, right? So I check in and I get up to my hotel room and I burst into tears. I was so upset. And it was like the make it or break it moment. I still remember exactly where I was sitting. Like I remember where the bed was in the room and the window and there was this desk and I was sitting at this desk opposite the bed and I was sitting there staring at myself in the mirror of all things. There's a bloody mirror there. (laughs) And it was like make it or break it. It was either I was going to hate it here and I wanted to go home and I'd had enough and, you know, I'd, I'd, I was done, that was it. Or I could decide right now that this wasn't going to, you know, mean that I didn't enjoy it here. It wasn't going to mean that I didn't get to experience all the magic and beauty that the city had to offer and go out and make the most of my three nights. And I decided, stuff it, that does not dictate, you know, how how I'm going to feel and what I'm going to do while I'm here. I'm going to go and make the most of it, and I'm going to put that experience behind me, and I'm going to learn from it. And that is what I did, and I had the most amazing time in Budapest. I remember, like, you know, having beautiful food and walking around the city, and just, it was so beautiful, and light, it lights up at night as it starts to get dusk, and it was just so gorgeous. And I've got so many photos from that trip and so many amazing memories. And it stands out in my mind more so than a lot of others because I made that conscious decision to enjoy the hell out of my time there anyway and to not let somebody else dictate whether or not I was going to, you know, enjoy it and make the most of it. And I remember being on the flight home and I also, you know, have this memory of, of sitting there and just being so grateful that I did it and that I, you know, I... I did the entire trip by myself and that I had fun and I enjoyed it and I didn't let, you know, that guy ripping me off, the taxi driver or the fact that I was by myself dictate whether or not I was going to have fun and enjoy it. So yeah, I wanted to share that with you guys, (laughs) which is totally not the rest of the lessons, but I just wanted to share that. I'm pretty sure I've shared it before, but I think um, that's why I kind of ran through it fast. But I think there are so many lessons in that story alone that I still kind of refer refer back to. Yeah. So, all right. What else do I want to tell you guys? I think one of the things I really want to get across is that it's normal to feel a mixture of anxiety and worry and self-doubt and fear when you are going on a solo trip, especially if you haven't done it before. You know, maybe you've only kind of dabbled in it or done it once or twice. It's normal to feel worried, to feel anxious, to feel afraid, right? Nothing has gone wrong. It's okay to feel that way. In fact, it's our brains just doing their job, right? They like, our brains like comfort, and they like to, um, you know, be prepared, <laughs> basically. So they're just trying to do their jobs. The worst part of feeling any of those emotions is the way it feels when you resist it and avoid it. Like you resist trying to feel anxious or you resist trying to be afraid, right? When you resist it, it feels 
way worse. Trust me, <laughs> I've had years of practice, right? What I encourage you to do instead is just lean into how you're feeling. Describe it. So if you're feeling anxious, say, okay, hey, I can see I'm feeling anxious about this solo trip. Why am I feeling anxious, right? And the reason you feel any emotion is because of the thoughts that you are having. So what you're thinking is causing you to feel anxious or afraid or whatever you're feeling, right? And describe it. To sit with the feeling, instead of resisting it and avoiding it, sit with it, allow yourself to be anxious and describe it in your body. Is it a warm feeling? Is it a cool feeling? Is it a hard feeling? Is it soft? Where do you feel it in your body? Right? Just describe it and allow it to sit with you. Trust me, that feels so much better than resisting it and avoiding it. Okay? Also, I think it's really good to know that those feelings that it's normal to experience, so I'll go through them again, so fear, self-doubt, worry, and anxiety, that's, you know, just a few of them, but there's plenty more, right? Those feelings all come from our thoughts, right? What we think creates our feelings. Now, just because you are thinking them does not mean they are true. You have the power to choose what you think and therefore what you believe to be true, right? I think that's just so good to know that we have the power to think and believe whatever we want, right? Also, there's another lesson I really want to share with you, and that is that fear of the unknown, right? So we're all, you know, there's always going to be this element of kind of fear of the unknown, of what might happen, of what could happen, right, on our solo trips. Now, that's completely normal, as I said before, but here's the thing. If you were to know everything, if you were to know everything that was going to happen or, you know, exactly how each day would unfold, exactly what it would look like for you, exactly where you would go, exactly what you would do, exactly who you would meet, then nothing would be exciting, <laughs> right? It's like... Without the, the fear of the unknown, you don't get the, the thrill of the excitement of the potential of what could happen, right? I think that's just really good to point out and to know that, yes, there is the, the fear of the unknown, but there's also the thrill of the excitement that goes hand in hand with that. Another thing I have learned over the years is to focus on the best case scenario. Our brains are always going to try and take us to worst case absolute worst case. It is our jobs to show our minds to think on purpose, right? It's our job to tell our brain to focus on the best case scenario. What might happen? What could be the absolute best? Like maybe it's that you, you know, you travel to Italy for the very first time and you're solo in Rome and you fall in love with a beautiful Italian man or woman or whatever it is and you find the love of your life, right? Whatever it is for you, focus on some of the best case scenarios. Let your brain like brainstorm those. Get creative, right? Another thing I like to tell people to do if they haven't been on a solo trip or like if I haven't been on one for a while, I'll do this as well, is take yourself on a solo date. So go like either take yourself to a movie or go out for dinner or a picnic in the park. Something where other people will see you, where it's really obvious that you are alone, that you're, that you're solo. 
And then after that, I want you to journal on it. And this is what I do. It's like a form of self-coaching I do. You know, what came up for you? Was there anything that was uncomfortable? Was there any resistance to doing it, right? Because that is where your work is. Maybe you were worried that of what other people would think. Maybe you didn't enjoy um, other people looking at you and and potentially thinking, hmm, what is she doing, you know? Or maybe the whole time you just wanted to be on your phone so you couldn't, you know, you were distracting yourself from what was really going on and therefore not enjoying the experience. Like, you will learn so much about yourself and, you know, how you feel in that solo situation just from taking yourself on a solo date. And it'll be very interesting, right? Now, I just want to say with that is, Don't beat yourself up. Be very curious as to why you are doing whatever you're doing, right? And be compassionate with yourself as well, right? (laughs) So be kind. Be kind, all right? Uh, Confidence is something that I have learned. So I am incredibly confident when it comes to solo travel. You may have heard me talk about that on the podcast before, like, when I talk about my my recent uh, online dating experience in comparison to solo travel, I would rather you stick me on a plane and tell me that I'm going to some foreign, far-off place where I don't speak the language, I've got no money, and I have to figure things out. Like I would be like, hell yes, sure. <laughs> like I'm all for that, right? I'm confident I can make that work, right? Whereas you put me in this online dating situation, I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> what? So I am really confident when it comes to solo travel. And I have learned that confidence comes from our belief in ourselves and our abilities, right? So in order to feel confident in traveling solo, what is it that you can believe about yourself and your abilities or your abilities to figure things out? And also on the topic of confidence, I want to talk about courage because courage is basically it's fear and confidence added together equals courage. So fear plus confidence equals courage. And that is how I felt for, you know, a lot of my earlier solo travels way back in the day was I would feel kind of courageous, whereas now I feel confident, but I've had to earn that confidence, right? So even if you can't feel confident in in traveling solo, whatever you can feel confident in, and remember that is belief in yourself and your abilities or your abilities to figure things out, that confidence plus the fear that you are feeling going into, you know, going somewhere new on your own, that creates the courage. And courage is a wonderful thing. Because it keeps you taking action and getting out there and doing it. Okay. Another thing I have learned is that there is no amount of research and no amount of preparation that can make you feel ready. Feeling ready comes from a thought that you're having, such as I am ready for this right? And it creates a feeling that you experience like readiness or preparation, like prepared, right? So when you feel ready, it comes from a thought you are having, right? Now, there comes a time when you're just going to have to do it. As I said, no amount of research and preparation can prepare you for everything. If you think about it like this, like 
if you wanted to learn how to be like one of the world's best basketball players and you started watching YouTube videos where they teach you how to play basketball, right? And you're watching like, I don't know, Michael Jordan and all of the big names. I don't even know the basketball names, right? But you're watching videos with like Michael Jordan and like pro basketball athletes who do this full time and are paid millions of dollars, right? And they're teaching you on YouTube how to dribble the ball and how to shoot it in the basket and like get it in pretty much every time, right? You think about you're watching those videos, you actually have to get out on the court, on the basketball court with your ball and you have to practice. No amount of watching the videos will prepare you for the real thing. Do you see where I'm going with that? It's the same for solo travel. No amount of research and preparation is going to prepare you for doing the real thing. Eventually, you just have to go out and do it. And then you just get to learn, right? You get to learn, oh, I wish I'd packed this, or I really didn't need to pack all of that stuff. And also, oh, maybe I'll arrive a little bit earlier at the airport next time. I felt kind of rushed and it made me anxious right? You get to learn with every, every time you take a trip and every time you go solo, you get to learn, right? And that is the magic. That is what makes you more confident and that is what makes you better prepared for all of your future trips, right? All right, I want to touch on safety as well. One thing I have learned and I didn't, I didn't feel this initially, I think because I grew up in a household where we watch the news, right? So we watch, you know, the news every night at dinner time and we listen to it on the radio and we we would look at it, you know, like online and stuff like that, right? And so the majority of news is focused on negative. There is this saying I've heard before, which is, if it doesn't bleed, it's not a good lead or something like that anyway, which I think is kind of horrific. That if, it, if the news is not negative people aren't that interested, right? And I just I, I just do not like that at all. So anyway, I grew up watching the news, so I was always kind of afraid of the world and, and seeing all of these bad things happening, like, you know, bombings and, and murders and all sorts of horrific things that are portrayed on the news so often, right? So now, for many years now, I have not watched the news. I don't watch the news, I don't read it, I don't listen to the radio, that kind of thing. Purely by choice, because I want more positivity in my world, right? So I went out into the world when I first started traveling and when I was traveling solo, afraid of people, afraid of what could happen, right? Very focused on that. And I learned very quickly that the majority of people are good, kind people. They have families, they have loved ones, they are loved. The majority of people out there are good, kind people people, right? And I think it's so good to remember that. They have families, they are, you know, they have loved ones. The majority of people are good. And I just really want to speak to that in terms of safety, because when I, when I think that, and when I, you know, I feel, you know, I feel safer going out into the world, going out into different places, instead of always being, you know, on edge, I feel safer purely because I think and believe that, okay? Um, what else do I want to tell you guys here? Give yourself a pep talk. That's something here that I've got on my notes, is if you are 
you know, if you're having a down day, if you're not feeling confident, if you are, you know, if you're on the aircraft and you're feeling, you're starting to freak out, pause and give yourself a pep talk in the way that you would talk to your best friend, okay? Say your best friend is in your shoes right now and she's embarking on her first solo trip or he is, whoever, right? What would you say to them? How would you help lift them up and encourage them? I want you to do that to yourself. Pause and give yourself a pep talk. Tell yourself why you can do this, why you are going to enjoy this, why this will be one of the best things you ever do, right? And that brings me to my next point, which is really what you say to yourself matters. How you speak to yourself, it matters, right? We are so hard on ourselves and I've probably said it to you guys before that we wouldn't speak to ourselves the way we speak to our best friends, to our families, to our friends, right? Our inside our head voices, right? So remember kindness and compassion, right? You are doing the best that you can with what you've got. Don't forget that, okay? You have got this far in life. You are doing a good job. Okay, another thing I want to touch on is what you focus on grows. So if you're going to focus on the negative and all the reasons why you can't do things, you will just find more evidence for that. But at the same time, if you think about the good and the reasons why you can do this and why it's going to be amazing and you focus on that, that will grow. Think about it like this. If you're ever having a bad day, everything is terrible, right? The day just gets worse. Everything is, it's just a total write-off, right? Maybe for example, like you're running late, so all of the lights are red and then you get to work and somebody spills coffee on you and like the day just couldn't get any worse, right? And then it just gets worse and worse. But what you didn't see is that on that drive to work, like maybe four out of the six lights were actually green, but all you focus on is the red lights and the fact that you're already late and it's just making you later, So what you're focusing on is the bad in the situation, right? And that keeps growing. Whereas if you're having a good day, everything seems good, right? We've all experienced that before. So what you focus on grows. One more thing I want to touch on. Nobody else is responsible for your happiness, for your enjoyment, for the fun for the love of the trip, you are, okay? Nobody else is responsible for the way that you feel, you are. And I want to touch briefly on expectation in regards to that as well, because I have sometimes had expectations for trips and it 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 is never a good thing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the best way to say that. Let go of all expectation because you're basically placing um the placing yourself on on some kind of a pedestal right let go of all expectation because only you are responsible for your happiness for your joy for the excitement for for the trip being wonderful for this trip to go off without a hitch and to be in, you know for you to enjoy it it's a hundred percent your responsibility and i want to give you an example of that like you might miss a flight or An airline might cancel one of your flights, right? And you think that because that happened, now the trip is ruined, right? But the thing is, that could be the beginning of an amazing adventure. 
you could you could say, hey, I'm going to learn a lot from this. This is going to be fun. They put me in a hotel. I get to spend an extra night here, and tomorrow we'll see what happens. Like, you get to interpret that situation how you want, and you could find the good in that situation, or you can find the bad in it. It is 100% your responsibility how you want to think and feel about it, okay? So you are 100% responsible for your happiness, and be very careful with expectations, All right, guys, I have a list. Maybe I need to do another episode because my list, I don't even think we're halfway through. (laughs) But we're already at like a good 20, 25 minutes. So I'm going to call it a day there. I hope this episode has been helpful. It's been really fun to chat with you guys and to share some of this stuff with you. All right, I need to go get ready for the Philippines and get myself sorted. Whoop, whoop. All right, huge love to you all. I wish you all safe and happy travels. I will chat with you again in another week. All right, take care, my friends. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast and you want more, then make sure you grab a copy of my Ultimate Solo Travel Mindset Guide. Just visit www.solowomentraveltribe.com slash guide to get your copy today. Feel confident, feel prepared, and feel empowered for your solo travel journey.